Welcome to the ChatGPT Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Each episode, we dive into the latest developments in the exciting field of artificial intelligence, exploring its applications and potential impacts on our daily lives. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AIbox. AIbox is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. Today on the podcast, we are diving into a very interesting development in the AI travel industry. Since ChatGPT first launched, there's been some pretty obvious use cases for this in travel and essentially replacing and becoming a virtual travel agent. We had companies right off the get-go when, uh, you know, GPT-4 launched and uh, ChatGPT plugins launched and with their big announcement, like Expedia and Kayak, who I believe is owned by Expedia, both coming out with integrations for using ChatGPT. And it makes a lot of sense, right? You could, instead of having to go to Expedia and click a bunch of drop-downs and change all of your settings to have the perfect trip, you could be a lot more vague and get a lot more information using Expedia or Kayak.com's um, API. So you could say something like, I have a group of three people and we're looking to travel sometime in the spring. We really like these five countries. Um, we'd love to go to somewhere with, you know, some waterfalls and somewhere that's really popular for beach destinations, whatever. And uh, then you could give it some stipulations and it could go and you could say like, I'm looking for things that within this price range. You could, you could say things in a lot like, ranges essentially is what i'm saying it's a lot easier to give ranges to something like chat gpt whereas when you're looking at something on expedia or kayak normally you're saying i'm looking for these and these dates with this many people um and i want to go to this destination and then it will give you you know quotes for that so i think there was a really cool use case for this where um it could give you really customized personalized results uh based off of what you're looking for in a way that um it wasn't really possible to do before so Obviously, ChatGPT had a big impact on um, travel. Now, what is that? Why is that important for today? So today, um, Priceline, which is, you know, Expedia's big competitor, a big travel agency company, they announced that they're going to be using Google's AI to power their virtual travel agent. And I think this is a really interesting story right now because um, with the way travel is going and with the way AI in general is going and the way it's getting integrated into every um, line, you very often see that one of the easiest ways to do this is everyone is just grabbing an API to open AI and integrate it into the products. And I think this is a really interesting point where we're seeing, you know, one of the biggest, one of the big competitors in the space kind of go against that. And instead of partnering directly with, um, directly with open AI, they're going with Google. Now, this is kind of interesting and I'm not sure how much this plays into it, but for those that don't know Expedia, who is kind of regarded as one of the biggest online travel agencies, was actually a spin-out um, from Microsoft way back in the day, I believe this, the 90s. And what happened was there was an internal team there that were working on ways to um, create essentially internet companies, kind of around the dot-com 
uh, bubble area. And Expedia was a spin out where it was like, you know, Microsoft was testing different use cases of the internet and um, Expedia was very successful. So it ended up getting spun out as its own company. It was its own travel company. I'm not sure if Microsoft owns shares in that company or what the arrangement there was. I do know that, you know, around the time Microsoft had a lot of issues around anti-competitive stuff. And so I'm assuming they didn't really want to convolute uh, their business, you know, like, oh, we have this travel arm and we have, um, you know, the Windows arm and all these different arms. And so uh, Expedia was sold off or spun off into its own independent company. Now, the reason I bring that up is because I do think it is very interesting that with the launch of ChatGPT, Expedia and Kayak, which is owned by Expedia, were chosen as like the two travel examples that got early access to uh, GPT-4. They got to integrate GPT-4 into their platforms before anybody else. They got um, to create GPT-4 plugins on ChatGPT's uh, platform before anybody else. Um, and I wonder if that is because they had ties to Microsoft and if Microsoft was able to pull that or simply because they're just one of the biggest. I'm not sure. But in any case, it does make it more interesting now that Priceline, their big competitor, isn't going the same route, isn't doing the same thing, but is going with um, Google. And I wonder if this is, you know, they're worried that, you know, perhaps uh, Expedia is always going to have the one up. They always have the in um, when the new GPT-5 model comes out. It's going to be Expedia that gets it first and Priceline is going to be left in the dust. So I'm, and you know, there's like preferred vendors essentially going on with this. So I'm not sure if that's the case or why, but um, perhaps Google approached them. But um, it is interesting that uh, Priceline is going with Google. And this is one of the first big companies I've, as I've said, that is going with Google. And I think this is a really awesome thing for the ecosystem. It's showing that we do have a lot of options. And um, I think this is going to be really powerful. Now, that being said, I believe that, um, I believe that there is a lot of different benefits to going with Google and one of those is a lot of the new tools from Google's cloud division they give Priceline access to um, some really powerful generative AI that they have been building um, and I think that this is going to I think just partnering with their cloud division perhaps Priceline is also by doing this getting a deal on um, the cloud computing and those costs as well so this will be interesting for Priceline I think you know, really embracing this new technology is going to help with a lot of different, um, a lot of different travel features that they have. And I think that they're really exploring right now how this entire AI segment is impacting travelers. And as you look at it, you know, it's, it's big rival Expedia um, has said that ChatGPT is going to um, power all of the conversations on their smartphone app, on their website. Um, and it's going to give them, it's going to give a lot of travelers inspiration on places to book. So not just, you know, answering their, their query, but also, uh, you know, kind of pre-search trying to help them find places to book ahead of time. And so I think we're going to be seeing these big, these two big companies duking it out, uh, between Microsoft and, uh, Google. And I think this is awesome for the ecosystem. I'll be really excited to see if there's other apps that decide to go with Google over, um, open AI and to see. Uh, you know, what the differences in the products that are coming out of that. But in any case, I think this is a really big move and I will be definitely following this very closely in the future. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community.
You've been listening to the ChatGPT podcast. Make sure to rate us wherever you listen to your podcasts and have a fantastic week. Thank you.